Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time for Bo and Nick, the losers with a dream. Uh-huh. <sighs> what a waste of time. Yep, they're losers. You're listening, so who's the freaking loser, people? Welcome to Bo and Nick's Losers with a Dream. Yeah. I freaking hate them so much. The look at their funny because they suck at everything. You're listening. The question is, why? Hello and welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we have big O dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm your host, Nick Scopoletti. You can follow me on Instagram oh, at Nick follow Scopes. <laughs> follow this guy at Bo, Bo McDowell Comedy. Bo McDowell Comedy. It's spelled B A U. It's because he's French and he's. <laughs> but really he's irish and he failed the police test and that's why Dude, we're this here haircut makes me look like you i look like a cop <laughs> yeah i do Dude, before we before the uh camera started out bo's like is my hair i feel like it's a little long on top i don't know yeah like, yeah when you see yourself on camera every week it gets real you start judging yourself real hard yeah, yeah. like well, i'm watching like police brutality videos and i'm like is that me yeah <laughs> No, because they could actually catch the guys. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I could totally catch them. <laughs> yeah, right. If they were in an ice cream truck. Anyways, listen. <laughs> we are going to get to our first segment, as we always do. Mental health is important, okay? It is. You only have one brain. Yeah. But you have two testicles, usually. Where are you going with this, buddy? I don't know. Let's move on. So we're going to do the mental health. We don't do a scale of 1 to 10. We don't do a scale of 1 to 10. We're doing our mental health check, and we don't do scale of 1 to 10 because we're not boring. Okay? That's right. We're not boring guys. I don't, I don't like the way he's doing this. I'm bald. <laughs> he's has a cop haircut, and we're wearing blue. Yeah. Because <laughs> blue good. lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> you can cut that out. G-A-Y-P-D Blue. It's our new show. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so how are you doing mentally, sir? Mentally? I know your hair's a mess, but mentally. Oh, boy. I feel like Sleeping Beauty because I'm just a tired-ass bitch. <laughs> I'm just sick of this. I'm so... Dude, we had the shows all last week. Not one crowd could have just, like... The 7 p.m. on the one show was fine. Rest of the crowds, I hope you hear this. Don't come back. Yeah, just stop it. You're nightmares. Who goes to a show and then just like... It looked like they all came from like beer pong tournaments. Like they were just the worst people I've ever met. I think there were playing. There were people playing flip cup during our sets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just, just trying to do my jokes. And I, get, I can't do my jokes because you're just obnoxious. Fucking up the so rhythm. I just start stepping screaming on at people. Lines. And yep. it's just like, I've had a day. I've had a few days. You can tell Bo is getting exhausted because he sat down to do crowd work and rip people apart. <laughs> Sometimes he yells, he gets a little dizzy, and then he would stand up when he wanted to do his material. Yeah, I was yeah, doing we that. Kept, I was sitting in the back like with people. I go, you guys noticing this? Thing? <laughs> he keeps sitting to do crowd and then stands up to no, do his material. Well, I would get exhausted by the crowd. I go, I gotta sit down. Yeah. And, then I just, and then I would just give them a talking to, and then I go, all right, I'll stand back up. We'll try this again. Just in your knitting circle. Just, oh, God. It was a nightmare. So, you feel, just, like, so you feel like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And you're one of my dwarfs. <laughs> Which one am I? Uh, Cuties? That's not one. No, shut up. That's my own You're one. the silly one. I'm dopey. You're dopey. I'm all of them. <laughs> Every day. Those are my emotions. Yeah. When we, get, when we get really lazy on this podcast, we'll just start doing dwarfs instead of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's when you know we have given up. By the way, Brad Williams was great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look him up. Follow him. He's awesome. Anyways. Really nice guy. What, how's your mental health? My mental health. Well. <laughs> you okay over yeah, there? Okay. okay. Uh, good, man. You know, um, not to get into too much detail, like last Monday, I think it was, we went to Gotham. Like, yeah. I've been I've been trying. I've had a little talk with my crew here. Yes. So. Lisa Lampanelli, Lisa, the, the queen of culottes. We gave, we gave. Lampanelli. <laughs> you won't be able to see the him on camera, tomato. but she's wearing them, just so you guys know. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, um, I've been reading. Yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, trying to focus more because we all know, even though my head is large, my brain is small. Okay? <laughs> okay. And I need to pick things to focus on. <laughs> I've been reading this book uh, from a Navy SEAL. Okay. And I know Bo hates anything that's any sort of has any heart or spirit or aggressiveness. I don't like people who write books. <laughs> who can focus who do you that think long? You are? Well, he's a Navy SEAL. So, yeah. um, but you know, I don't read it for like, I'm not trying to get like pumped up because I want to join the military. He was just talking about certain things and how you focus on whatever your mission wants, whatever, right? Yeah, whatever sure. you want. <clears throat> One of the things he talks about is front sight focus. So you're looking through your gun site when you go to the this doesn't laser, help when you the blue to, lives matter talk when you go to laser tag no but front sight focus anyways i thought about that and like focusing on the things you want to accomplish right so i feel like chris kyle the american sniper oh if you guys don't know the story yes it was a movie yes bradley cooper played him but it's a real guy yeah chris kyle ex-navy seal okay one of the most decorated, I guess, Navy SEALs of all time. He was a sniper, phenomenal, and I don't know how many tours in Iraq and right. Afghanistan. Solid murderer. Which, di- well, yeah, sometimes you got to do that, you know? Sometimes people got to go. Okay? Is this in honor of us pulling out of Afghanistan? Yeah. You know, okay. I didn't think about that, but yeah. it could be. But anyway, he's a good, you know, he was, he was so laser focused on things. And then when he came home, this is what I wanted to get to. When he came home, he was so focused. He decided to help other veterans right oh my god he did you don't and unfortunately he ended up getting killed by a fat guy with mental problems so i think that's what's gonna happen to me you go with that yeah by the way would you like to go to the gun range you want to go to the gun range trying to take a guy to the gun range guy had some ptsd and killed him so uh yeah yeah, that's what bo's gonna do to me so this will be played in court Yes. I'll see you there. My dad's my lawyer, so you win. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Do you feel good are about we, that are one? Are we over yet? <laughs> <laughs> All three of us are so, dude, I'm telling you. Our well, cycles have synced. We I know. are like, we are on the same yeah. wave. Well, we love each other. We do love each because other. Because we're, we're a couple of guys who love to love. <laughs> we love to love. I so I just want to know, you just know. Talk, dude. You go. No. No. All right, fine. You ask me then. <laughs> hey, Bo. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you fall in love with? You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> I fell in love with, uh, with the gym this week, actually. Oh, my. Yeah. God. I know you can tell. I know it's clear. But I actually did fall in love with the gym because when things are just... I could not control anything in my life for the last... Four days, 
there's been some calamity and some craziness and i just started going to the gym and exercising and just exercising those demons and i'm feeling horrible it's not going well like it's it's not so like what i wanted to do i wanted to emotionally eat because when i can't control anything i go at least i can control what goes in my face so <laughs> i wanted to, yeah yeah so i wanted to emotionally eat and then i realized like that i didn't have any food that you could binge on. Like, nobody wants to binge eat, like, broccoli or, like, I had corn. I made a huge bowl oh, of corn. No. And I ate it. Yeah. You're gr- What's it's the matter with well, you? It's all I had. And I'm a little tight on money I right wish, now. I wish, dude, I prefer you, like, just bought candy. What's wrong with corn, dude? Nothing's wrong with it. I'm just saying, who the fuck wants to eat corn? <laughs> I did. I did like, it. Like anything else. I would just throw that shit out. I'd just be like, no. I ate the corn. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I ate oh, I ate ramen noodles. Like I'm I literally the, my my You're in college again. Yeah, my like I, I have a limited amount of food in the apartment. I got I got money troubles. I got troubles in, in every aspect of my life. And I was like, "All right. I can't I can't binge eat food, which any, is my go-to." Do you have any frozen human shit in your freezer? Well, you Call know, back. it's 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 not that bad. For your new listeners, go back and check that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad, you know, but uh, yeah, so I just I started going to the gym and three days in or four days in and I just feel terrible. Like, because I've just, I've pushed all you've eaten is corn. I, I, yeah, I've pushed my body <laughs> to the limit and I'm like, oh, this is, this is awful. Like, this is no way to live. Who's doing this? All you've eaten is corn. No, you know, I've been trying. Hey, Who man. did you fall in love yeah. with? <laughs> what makes you so impressive? <laughs> Besides everything. Um, who did I fall in love with? Actually, it's a little bit of... It's two things. Yeah. Zach Efron. No, I'm just kidding. All the callbacks. <laughs> Guys, if you're a new listener, go find our old episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, no, again, talking about kind of going back to my mental health thing, being more focused on sh- on shit. Being right. more focused on the things I want to accomplish. So for me, it's my work, training, my clients, and myself, and comedy. Uh, just kind of... This is going to sound so ridiculous, but falling in love with the process, not worrying about the outcome. I know Bo's upset about it, but hey. What is this, a TED talk? Yeah. <laughs> I t- just, I'm it's talking. A teddy, it's a teddy bear talk. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. You want to get stuffed with uh, No, go ahead. Talk about Sorry. your process some more, please. No, dude, dude, you fell in love with the gym. I'm trying, that was the last resort. Yeah. <laughs> Because I can't smoke crack. Are you trying to steal my job? <laughs> said you can't. Don't be a quitter. Go back to it. Okay. No, but I've just been falling in love with the process and training. I've been reading stuff more and writing more. And it just feels good. Okay. Yeah. And I fall in love with Bo. And Lisa's giving me the finger, and it's all good. I hate okay? it when anybody I know. Yeah, I don't like it when people evolve Bo doesn't like in when any it, way. Yeah, he hates it. <laughs> it's completely Bo gross wants to, to me. all the time. But if you show any bit of like... <laughs> I'm the only one who can get better in this world. Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> many times we're at like a diner, and I order like, yeah, can I have, not have the fries? And Bo just goes, oh, really, dude? Yeah, who do you think you are? Really? I was like, oh, my stomach's not great. I just don't want to poop my pants at work tomorrow. That's really it. We all deserve to poop our pants. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's the moral of the story today. Yes. Okay? We all deserve to poop our pants. <laughs> so leave a five-star review. <laughs> we'll be right back. Listen, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk about our topic of the day. Okay? What's our, our topic, topic of the day is stories we tell ourselves. Yeah. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, what do you wear to the gym? I don't know, just like shorts, t-shirt, whatever I want. Yeah, well, guess what you should want to wear? Fitnesswank.com, the only gym apparel that's right for you. So go there, fitnesswank.com, tell them Lisa Lampanelli sent you, and guess what? You get 0% off. Yeah, that's right, but you get great clothes. Am I right or am I wrong, Bo? I think you're right. Am I right or am I right, Nick? Lisa gets it. She went to Yale. That's right. <laughs> Fitnesswank.com. Fitness clothes that look hot. Like a tomato. Hello and welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we have big scattered dreams today. We are all over the place. Yeah. Before... We get into our topic. Yeah, we have to apologize. <laughs> that first segment was all <laughs> over the fucking place. We made a joke about <laughs> cops and uh, what else did we say? Yeah, I don't know. Some other dumb yeah, shit. Yeah. We said a lot of dumb things. We don't even know. We're not political. We don't get into that shit. We don't shit. do that. We don't do that. We We're don't just do trying that. to be funny and have fun. And also now in the topic portion, I don't know why I'm holding this pen, in the topic portion, yeah. we are going to focus Okay, we want to help you guys. I'm going to bring it. <laughs> he's going to bring it. Yeah. He has a bowl of corn offset here, and he's going to get right into it, and we're going to be really excited. Anyways, we want to apologize for the first half. We are very scattered brain today. Our personal lives are falling apart, yeah. but it's all good, baby. Yeah. Now, our topic. Yes, our topic. For today. The stories we tell ourselves. Mm. Now. How did we come? I'm going to let you redeem yourself. Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did we come to this topic? Well, it's great that you say that, Nicholas, because we came to this topic because uh, you were an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa yells at us a lot. There's a lot of yelling. Mostly me. There's a bunch of yelling. And, you know, you have this this thing where sometimes you you just assume that you're you're not all that bright. Mm. Right, you assume that you're not smart, and the reality. I'm smart. <laughs> All right, go ahead. And the reality of the situation is that you are a very smart person. Well, I shouldn't have said very, but you are a smart. Wait, Rick, person. cut that clip. He said, "I'm a very smart person." <laughs> cut it there, and we're cutting the rest out. <laughs> you are a smart person, right? So sometimes it's just the story you tell yourself that you're dumb. Right. Right. And we both have those things. Absolutely. We both. I'm the best example because I'm the best example of everything that's ever happened. So Yeah, you're the best example of not living correctly. <laughs> <laughs> totally former alcoholic and drug addict. Anyway, we're gonna <laughs> So we wrote down a bunch of things. Lisa, we we're not we show us to write down ten. We did. We're not gonna get to all ten. Yes. We're gonna get to the stories we tell ourselves, right? So you mentioned me I'm with the dumb, dumbs. The dumbness. Yeah. And Lisa asked us to kind of see where this. When's the first time this showed up? When did it show up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then why do you, you know keep telling yourself this story? And I had to think, and I was thinking of the first time this ever showed up. I was, uh, you know, little child, little kid, and school was never my thing. Like I still don't even know how to hold a pen. It's bad. Yeah. Like I look like you know stupid out, whatever the word is. <laughs> so I, I just it's not good. 
Um, but I remember like just never adding up in school. Yeah. Literally I was bad at math, but I just never yes. doing what I needed to do. Right. Right. I, I, everyone was getting better grades when people get their grades back and you know, kid, what'd you get? What'd you yeah, get? Yeah. I was like, um, <laughs> you just throw it in your bag. Uh, Nothing. I would shove it in my mouth, ball it up and chew it. I'm like, leave me alone. I didn't collect a report card for like almost six years. Oh, bro. We'll get back to that, but you yeah, know, yeah, we'll get back to that. But I, um, I remember now. Do you remember when we were kids at all? Remember when you would get your backpack and then people get their monogram, their initials on it? <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. that was like the thing? Yeah. So my initials are NRS. Okay. Nicholas Robert for Bob. Scopoletti. Okay. And Not my, really smack. And my joke. <laughs> yeah. That's what I used to say. Really? <laughs> that was my joke as a kid to deflect. Right? No. I, I remember... And my, you know, say anything. And I would say that as, you know, we did in our vulnerability episode, like, you know, when you're, when you're eight, you don't really know yeah. <laughs> what that means. Right. But to, I, I was always going to the joke. Yeah. Right. And that's what I would do. The initials on my backpack. Like, what'd you get? I was like, a D. I was like, yeah. not really smart. Right. Everybody, <laughs> Nick, you're the best dude. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go play sports. I don't I'm a little care better. about me very much, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you care about school, you're a bitch, dude. <laughs> Fucking nerd, you throw him in the locker. There's definitely factories that will hire me. Yeah, <laughs> this country's doing great. I would have went, dude. If my if I stayed in New York, I would have went right to my dad's bagel shop. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do I do here? How much cream so cheese you got order in a week? Them? Yeah. What do you do with the holes? You make them yourself, or they come like that? You gotta punch hey. them. You get a whole punch like a big, <laughs> but that was one of the stories I told myself, and that was the joke I used to use. I always, always, it makes sense what I'm doing now. Honestly, when I look back, like kids, I even went to elementary school and they saw I started doing comedy. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, we knew this was coming." Yeah, because it was a constant deflection, right? With everything, yeah, with humor all the time, and that's because you know it was initials on my bag, and I was like, "I'm gonna play into this, dude. I'm gonna be the." whatever right and there's sometimes like trust me i do i don't think i'm dumb but there are times where i'm like i'm just stupid i can't figure <laughs> this shit out fuck and i and that story comes back and i'm 33 years old yeah so yeah. that's the one for me now what is your let's start with like your number one what's the story you tell yourself probably the most i think the biggest story that i tell myself is that i'm unattractive well that's true though <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> like i always like and a part of that is like unlovable, but I usually go straight to like, oh, I'm just, I'm just not good looking and like women don't find me attractive. And that's like, you're that's saying, where I start. You're saying it's solely looks though. When you said unlovable, that means more right. like your personality. Right. And I think that that's, I think that the, uh, the, the first story kind of stems from the second story, right? Like, so okay. I... I tell myself that I'm unattractive and a part of that is because I don't want to tell myself that I'm unlovable. Right. right? So it's like, you know what I mean? They're two halves of the same coin. And, uh, yeah, I think that that, that started honestly when I was kind of at that same age, you know what I mean? Like we were talking about like middle school where I was just like, Oh, like girls don't like me. I should, you know what I mean? Like, uh, middle school is the worst. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't even try because I'm just not going to be one of those guys. So I was always like, well, I can be the funny guy. Right. So I always had this story that I was like, oh, I am not, I'm not good looking. I'm not an attractive guy. So don't play that role. Don't try and even be successful there. You know what I mean? Like having confidence there is a complete, it's like 
don't even think about it. Yeah. You know, That's but I could trend, always, but yeah, but I always had stuff. confidence in being funny. I always had confidence in being likable and having friends, but I never really had confidence with women. I'd say the close second though was dumb. I always thought that I was like an idiot. Like, I was just like, I am so, like, you know what I mean? Like, because I also I had to explain why I wasn't doing well in school. And I think a part of that was I started to not do well. And then I go, oh, well, maybe I'm just not smart. And then once I had locked in that thought process, now I just started doing things that somebody who wasn't smart would do. I started not doing homework. I started not showing up for tests you know what i mean like yeah, i did all the same shit right because i was just proving my own prophecy true and i think that's really what the stories that we tell ourselves come back to is like we tell ourselves a story and then that almost enables behavior that proves it right so that's what really makes it a dangerous thing because like if we just told ourselves yeah i'm not smart but then we actually but then you're like a you know, a nuclear physicist for your job. It's like, well, it doesn't really matter what you're telling yourself. You're, you're doing well. You ever notice that yeah. like girls are way harder on themselves too? Oh yeah. Like, I had a girlfriend that would get a 90. She's like, I got a 90. On the <laughs> it's like, you psychopath. Yeah. I've never seen that on my paper. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. If I got a C, I was like, you're doing pretty yeah. good guy. You're on your way. Look at you. You're going to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like it's definitely, but, it's all about and it's such a stupid saying that like uh like guidance counselors like if you shoot for the stars or if you shoot for the moon you'll land in the stars but it's like totally true like these these psychopath like you know ladies or guys whatever that would like that would be like oh i need to get a hundred on everything you know they would land at great colleges and they would go on to do they would but those people terrible things are boring to talk to <laughs> <laughs> right well i think when you have to you know when you put aside your ability there you start to work on your ability on the other side and i, I that's where i kind of learned a sense of humor and i learned how to put pills in my asshole and you know what i mean just like right. other things you know what i mean <laughs> the important things you know what i mean those and, are important <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> and, but yeah, I had this I had this definite thought that like I was unlovable and that one is so much deeper. So it took way longer to even see it. I I think I knew that I had told my like if you asked me in high school if I told myself a story that I was unattractive, you could have gotten that out of me in like one therapy session. Mm. But the story that I was unlovable was a very it was a much deeper thing. And it was it it stemmed from having to earn love in the household that I, you know what I mean? That was like, it was tough to earn because I had, there were four of you. Yeah. I had a lot of brothers and sisters that had a lot going on. There was always, there's always been panic and crazy stuff going on at home. So it's always been tough to like earn that. So I always was like, Oh, I don't deserve it. And I think that that carries over into you know, that carries over into like, oh, uh, I'm not going to really try with the opposite sex. Uh, you know, if I if I do let them in, I'm going to be codependent immediately because... <laughs> got one. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you're fishing. She's going to stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, <sighs> yeah, it led to a lot of very unhealthy relationship behavior. Led to a lot of like, you know, 
settling and having kind of one night stands with people that really weren't all that great. You know what I mean? Um, So, yeah, I would say that that story hurt me a lot. A lot of these stories got broken down and debunked when I got sober because I started seeing myself in a different way. I started having self-esteem because I was doing the right thing. And so all of a sudden, like, a lot of these stories that I had, they started to not, like, fit who I was. You know what I mean? Like, when when the story no longer serves you, that's when it's easy to let it go. But while you're not living rightly or you're in active addiction or you're in a codependent relationship or, right, that's a moment where the story still serves you because it's still feeding a relationship. It's still feeding pain that you're going through. Once you're out of that, it's very easy to look at it and go, why is that there? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like an old couch in your house. You're like, why, why don't I keep telling myself? Like this this thing is gross. Yeah. Let's get it out of here. And it it was kind of like that. I did a lot of house cleaning on some of those stories and, um, it made it easier. But now I, now like with with my life i have new stories that creep in that are not i wouldn't say they're as dangerous i was gonna say are they like you talking negative stories or good no i'd say like some some of them are positive like i definitely have like almost delusionally positive stories that i tell myself right like that you know, I'm going to be extremely successful with comedy or that, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a very, very funny person or that I have a lot of talent. Like I have a lot of like that. I'm, I'm very likable and people are going to like, I have like a lot of thought processes where I go like immediately to like positive stuff. Cause I'm like, dude, this is all going to work, you know? And then I have the moments where I go, I don't know if it is, but for the most part, I have those stories that I keep coming back to that keep me going, that keep that engine running, right. that keep, you know, the ambition going. Um, the ones that are kind of here today that are tough, um, you know, my brothers have been a little off the rails lately, right? And um, I have this story that is, it's it's been hurting me for like a couple years now, and I, I realized it yesterday. And I have this story that I ruined my brothers by introducing them to drugs and alcohol at a really young age um, because I was so out of control when I was in like early teens and they weren't even there yet, but I was, you know, like they were 12, 11 and I was like, here's pot, here's Coke, here's, you know what I mean? I was just feeding it down the rabbit hole and getting them involved in things from such a young age that when they started to have troubles, let's say, I started to feel like, oh my God, I ruined my family. Mm. So I started to feel like I was the catalyst for problem throughout my entire family. And that, that story has not served me at all, but it hurts me a lot, yeah. right? And it, and it it leads to me being the caretaker. It leads to me like over you know the fixer yeah yeah getting over involved and all this stuff and i remember six months ago i had a breakdown cry moment where i was just like oh i'm not i'm not that powerful i didn't hurt i didn't do that you know and it was a great experience because i was just like able to finally let go uh, of this story that i told myself that i'd hurt my family like indefinitely 
and and now it's getting a little bit easier and i'm able to pull back a little bit more and i'm able to you know just apply the stuff that i've learned and and be helpful and be there mm. but not be like this this force that has to fix it because i'm the one that broke it i must say you you are doing <clears throat> a good job of that because even the things you're going through with your family and whatever and obviously we don't get into that but you have been so like I guess methodical is not the word, but not emotional. Like you're not, you, you're, you're, yeah. things are happening. You're freaking out a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're handling shit the right way. Right. You know what I mean? You are being, uh, I would say the rock right now. Right. Yeah. Your yeah. Family. You're the guy. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you're doing, that's the story I'm going to tell you. You're doing <laughs> great, dude. Okay. Thanks. And I'm man. very serious about that. Because people go, people, you know, like yeah. you know, you're fucking eh, flying all over the place, and things you're making bad decisions, and you're like, okay, we need yeah. to, we've been here before, mm -hmm. and you're guiding them. So yeah, imagine if they didn't have you. Yeah, imagine if you never got sober. Yeah, that well, and they didn't a, have you, be a real problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I think that I there's some stories that just inevitably, if you are working on yourself, if you're doing some of these things, then you'll go, Oh, I got to let go of that one. Yeah. And I think that it's a good practice to do for anybody is just to go like, what are these stories that I have? Like what, what are the things that I, I say is capital T true without any investigation. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's a, that's a scary thing because a lot of, a lot of us just automatically, this isn't something that I thought about. Like I never like sat down and went, Oh, I'm the problem. And I wrecked my, my brother's life or I wrecked this person or, uh, this girl doesn't like me because of this, right? Like I didn't come up with any of these ideas. I didn't come up with this. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, a, th a few things happened, a few traumatic experiences. And then I went, Oh, that's what it is. And then I just, I abided to it like it was law. And I and it can make other bad situations happen, right? Like Absolutely. it can continue to hurt you. Absolutely, dude. Yeah, one of the I mean this kinda goes into the next one I really wanted to talk about. I had two more, but I think they kinda coincide with each other. Yeah. Um the story I was telling myself for a while was uh, you know, about my dad. Yeah. Uh my dad can't take care of himself. Right. That's what I kept telling myself, right? And I would talk to you and I would talk to Lisa and you guys would be like, you know, put me, I'm like, yeah, but I need to like, and again, we've talked about this before. Like I need to save him. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know how to take care of himself. I need to. And you were like, he's, pr you ever think he's fine? Yeah. And when you talk to my dad, he's a pleasant yeah. <laughs> person, <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't. Doesn't complain about shit, really. Right. He it's just, not like yeah. It's not like about, his life. Talk is... about front sight focus. That dude's like, I'm gonna work <laughs> yeah. and make money, and I like I, I I play in the church band, and I'm gonna take care of my health, and I'm good. Yeah. yeah. He don't give a shit about nothing. Yeah. My dad. He's he's fine. Yeah. But for years, I'm like, I have to save him. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna die. <laughs> he's working at touches. Yeah. And. Which kind of leads me to the other the story that I always tell myself, which is probably the the, the one that makes me the most nervous, uh, is that I'm not a provider. Or yeah. That I can never be one. Yeah. That's the scariest one for me, probably. Right. I, you know, I see my buddies with their wives and their families, and obviously I'm nowhere near there yet, but I just, you know, you think, you go, oh, what if I have to be the guy? Like, yeah. You know, what my dad, you know, 
he didn't he went bankrupt blah, blah, blah. and I'm like and I start telling myself like maybe I'm doomed to do that yeah. and it's going to be whatever but you know I remember one thing Lisa said when we were at Duchess she was like you can always afford an apartment yeah it's you'll true. always yeah. have enough money for rent yeah yeah <laughs> yep everything else is you know what's a provide like yeah yeah and it's also <laughs> like, it's, I mean? it's these old school ideals that you're putting on yourself man. Yeah, yeah yeah I gotta move move, move. <laughs> <laughs> I got to move the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gender roles, episode four. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, you know, the reality is, is you don't have to, you don't have to do those things. Providing, I think, in its realest sense, is providing love and safety, right? And you can absolutely provide those things, right? Like, you can provide safety to a child and a woman and a man or whatever you're into. You know what I mean? <laughs> And you and you can absolutely provide safety to them too, right? Yeah, like, and, I, and the, 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 this is the dumbest part is that you I get so in my own head and you tell yourself the story, but I have examples around me, literally of my closest friends. Yeah, I, I my three of my closest friends were. There's different examples of uh, how relate like relationships that work, right? Yeah, yeah. You have one where one's the sole provider, one where both are working and everyone's doing fine. Right. And you have one where. The woman is more so the provider than, the, and it's all fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And guess what? They all love each other, and it's all working out. And they have kids, and they're married, and everything. So I great. guess that story isn't really working it's out. It's not. I'm done. I'm gonna burn this notebook. <laughs> anyway, that is it for our topic portion. We're gonna talk more about it when we bring on the queen of culottes. <laughs> <laughs> the ballroom, ballroom dancing, dancing bitch. bitch. The matriarch of the mirror. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm trying to think of the stuff. The hottest influencer. The hot the tomato. Hot tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to, when's this come out? Two weeks ago. Check that out. Lisa, Lisa Lampanelli. She will come back and tell us what's what. There we go. Hey guys, what do you wear to the gym? I don't know, just like shorts. How about you? Uh, usually a thong and a hat. Well, you're both stupid because Fitness Swank is the only place to get your gym looks right, bitches. Go to fitnesswank.com. Get everything you need. It's hot. It's cute. Start getting your fitness clothes from fitnesswank.com and the gals will come running. Ooh, Pretty much because you're wearing women clothes. That's why. <laughs> wearing women. Yeah, they'd be confused. All right, next. Go ahead and stop this guy. Hello and welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we have big dreams. Yes. I love how my notes that I took begin with Nick dash dumb. <laughs> I can literally see it on the paper. It's like, okay, first of all, we're not going to talk it? about that yet. Okay, you're see. not dumb. I'm, I'm just going to fucking see that. You're not <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> like Forrest Gump. Remember when Forrest I Gump said, I'm that. not a smart man, yeah. but I know how to love. Dude, I was I like, well, great, because you're not a smart man, Nick, and Bo, you don't know how to love. So I think we've recovered. No, but I hate you guys right now because I just realized sitting there listening to the first part of this pathetic <laughs> excuse for a podcast I was like they never ask about my mental health and they never <laughs> ask me who I fell in love with so the story I tell myself is I don't 
don't count as much as Bo and Nick, which really means like we'd have a billion more listeners if it wasn't for the two of you even being here. Like, just leave and we'll have a million more listeners. So what the fuck? We don't ask about my mental health. What's, What's your up mental with that? Health? Why don't you both, why don't you tell me why? Whoa, we just Yeah, you're stupid. What? That's why. You're stupid and you're not attractive. It's let's the opposite. <laughs> no, All right, I, let's I, check I joke, in, Lisa. I joke, but I I I, What's I, your I bring health? that up. I don't even care. Because I feel like well, Johnny, no, Johnny a, Lawrence. No, you know what it is? <laughs> she wants us to want to know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you know what it is. I want you to want it to be. The check in I don't feel like applies because like I always consider myself an introvert. I like I'm an introvert with an extrovert's job. Yeah. But today I found I had zero energy except when I was around people. So I yeah. think I'm becoming the kind of person who gets energy from being around others. And that was never the case before. Yeah. Because today when I was being a ballroom dancing bitch, I had huge <laughs> energy left after dancing with gay Stefan. Yes. And had no energy. Then I went to get my teeth cleaned and I had a southern belle who was doing my dental to work who called me sugar and i was like wow i have energy yeah. went home and sat for a minute and, went, and then yeah. i came in here and had energy so i'm kind of like i think i'm like the little engine that could <laughs> i think i can i think i can so i think i can get through the rest of this fucking thing with my mental health this way but also the this one is going to come off like a little too complimentary to the two of you. So I'm like, not like, I'm wondering if I should even compliment you this yes. much. Rick, don't miss this one, babe. Okay. <laughs> um, now, as you know, when they do their little, Hey, we're leaving Lisa out of this segment and we're going to do the, who do we fall in love with this week? Well, they, it's an, it's a non-sexual. We, it has nothing to do with, you never fall in love with girls or anything. It's always the inner thing you fall in love with like yes. you fell in love with the gym which i doubt that because i'm looking at you um so i have to say if you ask me who i fell in love with this week it might be Bo and nick oh! don't get too complimented because i'll tell you why because Bo especially exhibited some very good boundaries this week mm. I, of course, I'm a caretaker by nature. Yes. I also tell myself the story that no one can survive without me. <laughs> so uh, Bo sends out a very distressing message about his family situation. Yes. And, of course, I call immediately. Nick does what the normal person does, which is, hey, man, sorry you're going thoughts through that. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers <laughs> to you and yours at this time. <laughs> Wish him well. But I actually was like, get on the phone and go, dude, you got to do something about that. You got to yeah. get in there. You got to make this right. Yeah. You'll never forgive yourself if something horrible happens. And Bo goes, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm handling it the way I am. I talked to my sponsor. And honestly, I will forgive myself. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. So I get off the phone. Of course, I second guess myself. So I talk into my shrink like 10 minutes later. I go, dude, something just happened. I said, and uh, was I an asshole for like calling? And he's like, no, no, no. He goes, first of all, you had to like say that because like you really have to put out there that I know something could go terribly wrong. So now I'm not liable for that. Yeah. He goes, you did self-protection. But he goes, I go, this is what the dude Bo said to me. And he goes, oh my God, that's really healthy. And yeah. I'm like, I know. It really pisses me off that he's 30 
and has some in, whatever the fuck he is, fat <laughs> eats things. I mean, he's 37, <laughs> 55 years old. Only got five more years he anyway. He has the heart of a 55-year-old. It's yeah. gasping for air. That's for sure. And I was like, wow, he, my shrink totally approved of your method. Yeah. I was very impressed. Now, Nick, the reason I kind of love you is that <laughs> you backed off a little bit on... Maybe it's this topic, but you backed off a little on your story about, no, I'm dumb. No, I can't do that. Like, you backed off a little on your bullshit. Yeah. Because often with you, and this is why, now we're in the topic, why we tell ourselves those stories is it's literally become a way to get out of doing shit. Yeah. Like, that's one of the benefits of telling yourself, I'm dumb, I'm not attractive, I'm whatever else we have. I have to caretake yeah. my dad. It like gets you out of, like if you told yourself the rest of your life, my dad can't survive without you, it'd be a great excuse to never go out with a girl again, never get married, never yeah. move away. So it keeps you stuck. It keeps you in this like, oh, well, you know, yeah. it's not my fault. My dad needs me. Yeah. And while your dad's over there at fucking Duchess grilling 27 <laughs> hot dogs at a time, walking. Crushing it. Uh, yeah, he really is. I would arguably say he's crushing it more than you two are. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, that's, and Bo, if you keep telling yourself the bullshit about unattractiveness, oh, that's an easy way to say, oh, I'll, I guess I can't put myself out there anymore. Okay, yeah. so the only thing a story does like that, or the worst thing it can do, is keep you stuck forever. Yeah. So, I mean, to shake those things loose, because those are really deep-founded beliefs, I was a little proud of Nick. I have to admit that yeah. you're shaking loose that little I'm dumb thing. Because I think the I'm dumb thing with you has become this great way of you to, first of all, get out of doing anything for us in this fucking <laughs> podcast. He gets to be like, well, you know me. So you get to be like the podunk fucking idiot who gets to leave it up to the two geniuses yeah, to I've do been everything. I've picking it up. I have to defend myself here. I've been picking it up. No, you picked it up after you started being called on your dumb story. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing it. No, no, I told you. <laughs> Look, but isn't it weird? Like, it's like you ever notice people who tell themselves they're so dumb. People just crash like, their okay, cars. Suppose, yeah. okay, suppose somebody's actually stupid. They never think they're stupid. Right. I like, envy those. We've been around really dumb people, and in the car afterwards, you like call your friend. You go, "He's just fucking stupid." Yeah. They never think they're stupid. No. Unfunny the people never think they're unfunny. Right. How many people are water cooler funny, which is code for not, not funny, funny. Yeah. and will say just generic <laughs> bullshit like, oh, tell us how you really feel. Yeah. You know, that guy, Who that are guy you and what thinks, did you do with Lisa? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy always thinks he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So for us to even think the words I'm unfunny yeah. or I'm stupid we w it wouldn't occur to us like they always say like an insane person never goes maybe i should commit myself to the fucking psych ward yeah, like, yeah. the insane person doesn't just walk in they got to be dragged in there yeah, yeah so i think there's a fine <laughs> line but also i think we're i was always embarrassed to be delusional i go well suppose i like think i'm really smart and really funny and really can have anything i want suppose like i don't i can't yeah but there's like 
because there's always those women you meet and probably mm-hmm. guys too who we always go ah, their mom said I love you too many times <laughs> yeah. oh, man. like there was a woman comic people. I yeah. know there's a woman comic I used to work with in the city and she used to fucking think she was this is horrible because it's a judgment <laughs> but she used to think she was good looking yeah. and funny and I was like you are neither <laughs> but her parents must have said I love you a lot yeah so there's a balance too. Like oh, yeah. it's like, did you just have good parents? Like I don't know. <laughs> I say that to people all the time. It's like, oh, let me guess. Nothing bad ever happened to you. So you're just happy well, all the time. That's the cool. thing. But I don't know. It's like you want to be the the perfect middle between not putting yourself down all the time, but not delusional about your abilities and right, looks. Right, right. So you want to be like in the middle. So a shrink always said to me, she goes, "You're never going to be the best." You're never going to be the worst. Yeah. You always fall somewhere in between. So right. like Nick, even taking like, okay, first of all, I love that when Nick wrote, said about his belief being that he was stupid, everything he said was also a story he told himself. Right. So it was like, uh, school was never my thing. Really? Can't even hold a pen. Really? Everyone got better grades. Really? There wasn't a fat kid who smells who didn't get worse grades because there's always the fat kid who smells who gets the worst grades. Oh, no. I guarantee you, if we saw your transcripts of every year you went to school, you did not do the worst all the time. I would partially agree. I, I'm I right. No, man. Yeah. There were rankings in high school. I was in the bottom 15. How did you get into college? How did you get into college? I went to community college and I had to butt my GPA. Okay. Up. So yeah. were yeah. you terrible at school always? Well, I just, I had to change the story. I was like, okay. Yeah. Y- but you, you, still you did that. Have the, you still said here in present day, replay the tape. <laughs> I, school wasn't my thing. Everyone got better grades. So you still carry some of that with you, which is fine. Yeah. But if you just even try to dismantle that story a little, going, well, I, got, I did okay in college. Well, I did bump it up. Yeah. That story starts, the bricks start to come out of that. And then the wall starts coming down. Yeah. And you're like, I'm never going to be the smartest. I'm never going to be the dumbest. I'm somewhere in between. Right. Bo, I'm never going to be the handsomest. I'm never going to be the ugliest. I'm somewhere in between. Arguably right. the ugliest is like who's like the ugliest the elephant man yeah i would not bradley cooper's <laughs> elephant man because that's fucking bullshit like if you're bradley cooper like stop it leave the ugly parts by the way yeah, for it's ugly like, people hey, we need one of the hottest guys in hollywood to play the elephant man. yeah yeah Who but he always spoke to him so he had to i get it he probably feels that on some level that he has that ugliness yeah. in him but brad cooper for the most part stop it leave those parts for Bo and nick right so no but you're we're never gonna Casting be call. the elephant man we're never gonna be brad Bradley Cooper, right. Bo, you fall somewhere squarely in the middle of Elephant Man and Bradley Cooper. Be fucking happy yeah. that girls have taste level that will allow some with very low self-esteem to date you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but what do you guys think, though, is the problem? And by the way, Bo, yeah. when you say you're unattractive, there are much worse things about you than your looks. <laughs> putting qualities now i think we do corn by yourself well no by the way you shitting on corn made me very angry and i'll tell you why listen to me get some butter i play this game with my friends and this is why i have no friends oh that's a story i tell myself i have lots of friends yeah um i always say to people i know i go dude if you could eat one food the rest of your life what would it be 
Mine's always corn. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's delicious. You can have it many different ways. Yeah, yeah. It's a carb, but not a carb. Right. It's a vegetable type carb, starchy, if you will. Mm -hmm. That is the most delicious food. You get it on a cob. You get it frozen. You get it frozen <laughs> on cobs. You get it in little niblets. It's creamed sometimes. Yeah. You make it into corn muffins and possibly maize. <laughs> so I am not only eating many varieties of corn. I believe it is the perfect food. I challenge you, Nick, to come up with a more perfect food. Go. Prosciutto. You're wrong. You're a dirty, dirty Italian. So, corn muffins are the best. We and, have talked about that. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's the best muffin. If you had a bow, just to, one to since this whole show is full of tangents today, yeah. if you had to eat <laughs> one food the rest of your life, like one, what would it be? Uh, peanut butter. That's interesting. My dogs had peanut butter today. It's nothing cuter than watching Peggy with two teeth <laughs> eat peanut butter. It is two the cutest teeth. thing. Like, it's if adorable. I could just eat peanut butter and bananas. So now we have bananas. I fucking said one. Well, I wanted to add something. Yeah, you can't. Nick, what about you? This one is, food the rest of your life. This is fucking hard, Oh, man. it's so... Is uh, it because you're dumb? Is that the story you're telling yourself? I no, I just love one food the rest of my life. Well, like, it's... Oh. Like, we all, like, if I had to pick one I do movie, love... I love steak so much. That's a good choice. It's I protein. Fu I fucking love it. And every... Just, so are you saying steak? <laughs> I also like rice a lot. I don't know. Yeah, Sushi. Rice? No, you can't have anything. Okay, just steak, I love this steak. game. I'm gonna ask Terrible. if this is this this probably will only make it onto the Patreon, but okay. I wanna know if you could listen to one song the rest of your life, what is the perfect song? And I'm gonna tell you for me first, I'll give you a hint why, maybe it'll help you choose yours. September by Earth, Wind and Fire. That is because it gets you in a good mood. It is impossible to be in a bad mood when you hear that song. It is fantastic. Bo, I imagine it's some kill yourself song. No, so no, no. what is yours? I, it's definitely going to be some sort of funk. I would say Adam song by Blink. No, no, Stevie Wonder Superstition. I've never listened to that song and not loved it. I love it. You I know love what I mean? it. Like, fantastic. It's just, yeah. If he wasn't blind and black, it would be perfect. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. You took mine. <laughs> September 2? That was our post my our post game football song <gasps> in high school. I made the CD. I was like, this is our song. It's played at all of our friends' weddings. It's the best. It's, it's the classic. Best. It's, it's classic. It's, well, I'll tell you, it's the best. maybe you and I, you are like the annoying little nephew I'd never had. <laughs> because all my nephews are not annoying, but you are. So yeah. maybe that's why we have so much in common. I also realized why he bugs the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, I figured it out. Yeah, I, yeah. I told you, I know, right? Because yeah. I'm okay. dope. No. I, this is really, uh, this has nothing to do with the topic, but we'll get back to it. Let's Don't do worry. It. Yeah, we're we're gonna gonna you're getting some inside shit on yeah. the, uh, the, the, the they like losers. This. Yeah, they like I don't this. like when they talk or, about oh, my yeah, back. Yeah, Say yeah, it to yeah, my yeah. face. No. It's good stuff. I, why do I bother was you? so annoyed at Nick on Sunday and I was like, let me figure out why it has to be something to do with me. It's cause when we point one finger at another three are pointing back at us. <laughs> See the visual? <laughs> Wait, with his mother. I said, Nick is such a fucking know-it-all. Yeah. And I'm like, guess who else is <laughs> right here? So next week, we're doing a show on projecting because Nick 
knows everything about everything about everything. There is not one fucking topic he doesn't have an opinion on. There isn't one goddamn comedian he doesn't have a fucking opinion on. Yeah. He doesn't have one band that isn't the best. And one... And I'm like, fuck, I hate him. And then I go, oh my God, that's great. So what's great is no... I was also in a very bad mood Sunday for no, some no, reason. You were, so you were I'm sorry. Right. No, no, you're very opinionated though. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, well, isn't that great because it means now I don't have to hate you. I can simply transfer hate yes. to myself. <laughs> so I think it all worked out. The band is yeah. still together. Yes, we are. And I don't have to. But I, I, we will discuss that more next week. Anyway, <laughs> what I have to say about these stories. Yes. Now, I don't like it. I don't like it when we tell ourselves terrible things about ourselves because Tony Robbins, who I'm not a huge fan of, but he did say something I really liked was that the two biggest stories we tell ourselves is when you said it, I'll never be loved and I'm not worthy. Yeah. And those are at the core, the deepest, darkest thing. That's why it was easier for you to get past the I'm unattractive yeah. because that's the surface level, right. even though it's a horrible thing to say to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Those are at the real core of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at therapy, after I talked you up to my shrink and he agreed that you're so vain <laughs> I'm not. No, I. we talked about a belief and I I'm am. Not. And like, yeah, like I'm not. I'm smart. So my, my thing went back to, you know, he goes, what do you tell yourself in that moment? It was about uh, a story I was telling myself and it was unworthy. And yeah. unworthy is just means I'm broken. I can't be fixed. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the I'm broken is a terrible thing. And the thing is, too, I think on some level we kind of know they're not true. Yeah. So that cognitive, excuse me, cognitive dissonance between we really know it's true, but we kind of know it's not. It just keeps us totally stuck in what we're doing, not hitting on the right girls, not uh, letting our dad grow old without our caretaking, not you know, going for an advanced degree because we yeah. feel dumb because we only went to Springfield College of Dumbness. <laughs> it's just like we just keep ourselves stuck with it. So uh, there is a way, by the way, that we can really... Okay, by the way, I want to say one thing about dumbness when it comes to comics. I don't think there's ever been a truly dumb comedian out there because to be quick... And to come up with things like jokes and have timing, you can't be stupid. Yeah. That's why I always said my ex-husband, Jimmy Big Balls, has no education. You guys think you're fucking dumb. Uh, no. I always said Jimmy's not educated, yeah. but he was so quick all the time. Yeah. I could never really say what a dummy. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I think just to have that, I think comics have to let themselves off the hook with this dumb yeah. uh, stereotype. Yeah, because totally. we're not. And by the way, things like even characters like Larry the Cable Guy or Archie Bunker or the yeah. Jeff Foxworthy character, you have to be smart to create a dumb character. Absolutely. So there's no way those people who created those are stupid people. So even yeah. Nick is not as stupid as our audience thinks <laughs> because they. Well, did. Jim Carrey's brilliant and Dumb and Dumber was like. Yeah, that's called amazing. a movie that was written. You're stupid. You know what, Nick? <laughs> Let's do this podcast because we're smart and Bo's unattractive. We're <laughs> smart. We played it. We really both well. went to Yale. I know. Right? Didn't we? No. I know. For football camp, I went. Oh, High school. That's so sad. <laughs> it's the same. 
So here's what we do. We're gonna, I'm gonna, usually Bo's the most open to this, so we're gonna start with him. Byron Katie is a very famous um, spiritual leader. Yeah. How dare you. <laughs> and she has something that she put out which you could both benefit from called The Work. Okay. And it's really to dismantle these stories we tell ourselves. Don't look at my notes. I need to cheat. I'm now, dumb. I need to cheat. <laughs> What's pick one of your limiting beliefs? Pick okay. one of the stories. I mean, a really potent one for you that you have a recent memory of thinking. Okay. Take your time. Got it. What is it? I'm unhealthy. Okay. Now, in what was the moment in most recent history you were feeling truly like that was true? Can you just briefly describe that moment? When was it? Where was it? Yeah, I was. I woke up the next morning. Uh, I had like eaten a bunch that night the night before and I woke up and I felt like a tightness in my chest and I was just like, I'm just never going to be healthy. Okay. I'm never going to be healthy. It's not, I'm unhealthy. It's I'm never going to be healthy. Okay. In that moment was, did that feel true? Yes. Okay. Question two is yes or no. Also, can you Bo absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that you will never be physically healthy. No. Because nothing can ever be known absolutely true. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we know that's not, we we have no idea if that could ever be true. Yeah. So how do you react when you believe that thought? What did that feel like internally? What actions did you take externally? You have the thought, I'll never be healthy. What happens next? I felt very like sad. Um, I like almost exhausted and like tired, like the thought almost like drained me Mm -hmm. and the action was to eat. Okay. So eat breakfast. Right. And was it the (laughs) breakfast that consisted of what? It was not a positive breakfast. It was just, yeah. It was just like, really, it wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can step out of that for a minute and look at you or a person, it could even be a, a person you admire, some character, whatever, who doesn't have that thought, who wakes up and yeah, they, you know, maybe they had something to eat that wasn't right the night before, maybe they felt a little off. Who would you have been internally and externally behavior-wise without that thought? If you just woke up and didn't have that thought, what would that look and feel like? I would have been like, Ah, I don't feel that great. I'd be like, probably okay. I'll work it out today. I'll go to the gym. I'll have something good to eat. And I'll feel better tomorrow. Okay. I'll feel better by the afternoon. So what does that give you if you just open up to the possibility that that belief might not be true? What what was the gift you gave yourself? Or you could give yourself if you just go notice the thought, let it go by, not judge yourself. What can you... What what's the gift you gave yourself? Well, the gift I would give myself there is like healthy living for mm-hmm. that day. Great. Um, also, like hope that I'm not right because I'm taking away hope. It's great. Um, and uh, like comfort because I would still be okay with myself. Yeah, and comfort con- and peace and just contentment and just yeah. It's like wow. I, I okay. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. It's it's could it's correctable. You right. know? 
So how can you now, I mean, the work is that she does is very, very deep and she has great books about it, but just as on this level, like you could just see how much better it works not to get mired down in that. So yeah. what's the thought instead? You wake up, you have your tits hurt, you ate like a fucking wildebeest. Um, yeah, then I'm very good. See, he's smart. Um, you're you're like, and you you have the thought. What can you say to yourself? And let's hear the resulting thought. So I'm never going to be healthy. Go ahead. And how can you turn it around, knowing what you just said to me? I'm going to feel better by the afternoon. Okay. I'm going to eat better for breakfast. Okay. And what replaces the I'll never be healthy thought? I will eventually be healthy. Do we know that absolutely is true? No. No. So what, what might be a more open way of looking at it? I'm going to work on it today. Right. So I, it's so much more, and the word hope, you know, sometimes I joke about hope being like fucking useless and yeah, so yeah. stupid, but it's really just going you gave when people give themselves hope and action yeah. and hope's not useless hope right. to be like oh i hope i get rescued by yeah. you know some guy who will pay all my bills yeah that's fucking useless yeah. hope you dopey twat get a career <laughs> wow okay so i guess i, I have, to work, have to work on that yeah. but see it does really all it really takes is get being like oh my god Look at what I'm just shoveling the shit into myself yeah. of these awful messages about my whole life. Yeah. You know, like Nick, what are your, go down your list because not only will it inspire people that they're not as bad off as you, but we'll get a good laugh. What are the stories you tell yourself? I think honestly, out of all these, like when no, I- No, no, go down the whole list. I want to hear them all. Uh, I'm dumb, not handsome, not in good shape, not a provider. My dad can't take care of himself. Unlovable, not worthy. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's absolutely true. And by the way, uh, that is not 10. Oh, right. Yeah, because, we, you know, I now have the story I'm telling it's myself. Nick will, never, oh. Nick will never listen to me and do the assignments correctly. And I do all it's a story. Them. It's a story. Not well. Um, it's a story I tell myself. Bo's missed three. Bo, Bo, Bo She listen. never gets mad Bo, at him. I don't you're know the what's podcast, You're the powerhouse behind the podcast. I am the powerhouse. Other than myself, I will say that's a story so I'm telling myself about Nick. And it's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> but if I suppose I told myself, oh, if I was seriously, yeah. and then this goes back to it. If suppose I said to him, boy, if if I was more famous or I was more powerful or I was smarter or if I was, um, you know, uh, more threatening or what if I was better, just a better human, Nick would pay attention and do 10. Right. So that would be a shitty, that would be me shitting on myself. Well, his actions have nothing to do with me. Yeah. So it's when you were dumped recently by the girl. Yes. You said. Thanks for bringing it up. Well, you know. No, I'm just It's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. You went to I'm not attractive. And right. the thing is, they're, we don't even know that that's true. It definitely isn't true. Right. Yeah. Well, don't get all conceited it now. Does. See, that's the problem. <laughs> so I think we need to find the balance between these yeah. stories and this and delusion which to me it's really hard but what's the worst by the way what's the worst thing that can, ha can happen okay nick take one of yours if yeah. you say you are um always a bridesmaid never the bride because you're always going to these fucking bachelorette parties that drive me insane whatever <laughs> you're always going to these dumb weird weddings that all are going to end in divorce other yeah. than anthony 
I feel like what is the worst case scenario if that happened? Suppose you never, never get, get married. married. What is the worst thing that could happen? I'll turn into Polly from Sopranos, which makes me nervous. He's he's neurotic. So you he has think nothing to worry about. He, he worries woman, about himself all the without time. Without a woman to moor you to the, the, the dock, you will just go off unhinged. No, I, I really don't think I will, but I, I see there's times where I've seen that and you see like you know they, they even mention it and there's like Paulie doesn't have kids and you see him like he's so neurotic about every little thing and I'm like that already and I was like maybe I need a distraction or maybe I need something to like pull me out of my well no my one shit. likes to be referred to uh, like <laughs> as no a, I don't mean like that but I'm saying like hey, this is my wife's distraction this is my old ball and chain the distraction no but, but I mean I think I will get caught up I'm already in my own head and I'm like if I never, maybe I'm just going to stay in there. <laughs> but the thing is, that's worse. a story you're telling yourself that you can't do that on your own, that you can't no, do it fine, with their. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, it, it pops it's up. Flip flop. I don't yeah. have to tell you. There's yeah, days right. where I feel like I can conquer the world. There's days where I'm like, just, you're a, just fucking yeah. give up, man. So how about we, but now, why don't we each say something that we will go forth in this week that is in between these limiting beliefs versus I'm the best. Beliefs, so yeah. your two just now were I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna fucking kill it, or no, I'm gonna stay stuck in my head. What what's something you could say to yourself to replace that? That's kind of just how you can look at life and how to get through. I am enough. How about that? That's gay as fuck, <laughs> but it's absolutely true. And you know what's funny? The I am enough is literally like the cure all to everything because yeah. you're enough to get through. If you are unmoored by a woman, you'll figure out how to do it. Yeah. Like, I really don't think you would flounder around that much without someone. No, I don't think so either. But there's moments where I'm like, and it's to grab just moments like, is this going to, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, but guess what? <laughs> yeah. That's when you got to grab the questions and go, is this really true? Is this, yes, it feels true now. So it's not dishonoring how you feel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause in that moment it feels fucking terrible. That's what I mean, and then like three days later, I'm like, why did you, what's wrong with you, dude? Like, why did yeah. you, why did you feel like, well, that? you're not doing the work. I'm doing you the work. You just let yourself spin. <laughs> or you let yourself off the hook. You're big yeah. on letting yourself off the hook. You really do forgive yourself pretty easily. <laughs> so what, what you do is so you go, bad. it's not true. It's I absolutely don't know if I'm dying alone. Right. And then what would a person look like who doesn't have that thought and then try to be that person? Because that's who you really probably are. It's just all this shit you're piling on top of yourself disguised as a story. I guess. Now he's telling himself he's dumb because he doesn't understand Here we go. it, right? Well, I, I don't guess understand. I, understand. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a tough I'm time understanding. I'm getting anyone, mad right now. Anyone can help me. My Mick. me head side's coming out. <laughs> yeah, mixed out. Now, down. Yeah, now he's going to like go to the diner and eat bad things like rice and steak. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Bo, have you learned today? By the way, I, I have didn't do the assignment because I thought it was next week because Ginsburg's away. Oh, my God. That's my one to Bo's three. Listen, Bo, Nick tells, well, here's how Nick delusionally it's tells fine, his. It's fine, sad once in a while. <laughs> Nick <laughs> likes to tell himself the story that he did all the assignments, but the fact is you have to do them correctly and you have to add something. I think I've done most of them correctly. 
psychological advice from the Sopranos because while a brilliantly created show probably in the top two of all time you probably shouldn't get all your information nah, from I'm them. Join the mafia. I give up. Okay. 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 I learned a lot from this you episode. Did, though, and I, I did. think you're going to be do very nicely. Nick's going to kill himself and will find a replacement easily. <laughs> very easily. I know. Actually, Nick, it would be hard to replace. Yeah, I we'd have to we go have a little Italy. Fucking right. <laughs> we'll go a little Italy. You know what's funny? I. Uh, think Nick would be hard to replace and I can appreciate that he brings humor humor laughter and delusion to this podcast he does he is a very necessary part he's a key you component we need someone we have to drag through and out of his depths but he provides humor so Nick we get it you, you two are, are so fucking enlightened so you're cause you got a bunch of meetings looking, shut up a bunch of other weak at, losers no, I'm just kidding I'm looking at your list so you're not unlovable and you're not unworthy. We get it, man. And your dad can take care of himself. In fact, he, he left me a message saying he hates you. Leave him alone. <laughs> he doesn't know how to use the phone. Guys, rate and review this show. Not Tell this us episode, what you think. though. Yeah, maybe this is the best one. No, this one. is good. Like, that's we just, like, thank you, nailed that. That was our best. That was, that our, was best. our best episode ever. <laughs> No, you guys, we love you. Keep listening. Tell your friends, not your family. No. Tell them to listen to us. Rate, review. If it's not five stars, then don't fucking leave it and suck a clam. Yeah. Suck a now clam. Now we're going to film two shorts that I wrote because I do nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the go. end. By the way, Nick's all sad now. We're supposed to feel no, sorry for him. not sad. I'm right in mad. after the show and <laughs> tell us shit. if Nick should feel so bad. We love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.